What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It's episode 254. It is November 29th, 2021, and I feel like that's the first time I actually got all that right without having to look it up. (laughs) How's it going? I am exhausted. This is not going to be a long episode. (laughs) We usually go 45 minutes to an hour. This one's going to be shorter because if you're watching this live uh we normally start around 8 30 ish but today yeah that was that's wasn't happening <clears throat> unlike last week where i had our little boy here as my podcast co-host no we we got him to bed or we were trying to get him to bed uh sooner rather than later but you know sometimes you know with a with a toddler cooperation is uh, occasional it's not guaranteed. I'm sure. Oh, see, Jai Polidor, you're watching it. You, you're you're a father of two. I'm sure you are well aware of the the cooperations of children. So, th- this past weekend was oh, it was Thanksgiving. We we, we had a a gr- good Thanksgiving. We had a good Thanksgiving. We 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 took home me, Rosa, and Tiger. We went to go see my mom because my mom loves Thanksgiving dinner. She loves making that big old turkey. She loves making her, I don't know where she found this stuffing recipe. I love it. My wife's not a big fan. has a lot of, well, Jai, you would like the, the, the stuffing. It has ham and bacon in it. You you would be a big fan of the, the stuffing, Jai T. Polidor. But, of course, we work in e-commerce. So that meant this, this past, uh, the last uh, four days have been kind of harrowing. Uh, normally, uh, at the at the at the big video game warehouse and third-party logistics nonsense that we do, we normally don't work weekends. But when uh, as soon as uh, Thanksgiving comes around and then you can get old Black Friday, why has it got to be black? I had a manager at Toys R Us. Uh, wait, this is twenty, literally twenty years ago. He he would never call it Black Friday. He called it Green Friday. Manager of Toys R Us, he'd call it Green Friday instead of Black Friday. This was uh, this was before it was like the colloquial. It used to always just be called the day after Thanksgiving sale, mm-hmm. because green for money. Because uh, the origin of Black Friday is that black. Because you know, whenever they show the chart, like you're in the red or you're in the black, mm-hmm. like it was like, oh, it's Black Friday because oh, you're guaranteed to be in the black that day. Mm-hmm. At least that's the origin I was told. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I had a manager. Jorge Arredondo. He's the same guy who manages the Big Lots by our old house. <laughs> the one who tried to hire me, but the Big Lots uh, computer systems determined I was a sociopath, and they wouldn't hire me. <laughs> yeah, he he'd always call it Green Friday, and uh, yeah, it, it wasn't until I worked at Toys R Us back in uh, two thousand and two thousand and one. I, I didn't know what. Black Friday or the day after Thanksgiving was. I know I, I'd see stuff about it <laughs> in the newspapers back in the old days, and I always hear Macy's day after Thanksgiving sale. You know, there always be a they open early, open at five a.m. or whatever. And I was like, who's shopping at five a.m.? Crazy people, and there are a lot of them. And then over the years, it just keeps escalating. It uh, up until recently, pre-pandemic, it was like stores were just open on Thanksgiving. Walmart and Target and Best Buy just open Thanksgiving. 
It's like, how? What, what about the the families, the people who want to go hang out with their, go get the the, the nice plate of food from from grandma or mom? Mm. Uh, yeah, like once I began working retail, uh, I, I I learned of this Black Friday. I I, I feel like I've told these stories. Uh, who knows? But the the first Black Friday, I don't think I told the story of the first Black Friday I ever worked. So this was a uh, year two thousand. My first real retail job, because my first job was working in a comic book store, which wasn't a real job. I, I sat around playing video games all day and was snarky to people, fresh off of watching Kevin Smith's Clerks. I was one of those clerks. I was very rude to many customers on purpose. <laughs> it, it that 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 was who I it was. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it this morning. Like yeah, that was that was a job with a safety net. I could do whatever I wanted, and I wasn't going to be fired. <laughs> Short of you know, ro- short of robbing the store, <laughs> but I could do anything rude I wanted to do, and 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 not be fired. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, oh yeah, that that was definitely was a job with a safety net. I had, I always had to behave at all my other jobs. So, but I, I needed to get a real job, one where I could actually get raises or get paid overtime. <laughs> and I, I got a job at Toys R Us. Uh, the fresh faced twenty year old me. And uh, it was like, oh, Black Friday. Like, you're scheduled at 3.30 in the morning. Like, 3.30 in the morning? Are you fucking kidding me? I had to be at work at 3.30 in the morning. I remember, like, eating Thanksgiving dinner. I'm like, well, I have to go to bed now. (laughs) Because I have to to be at work at 3.30, which meant I had to wake up at, like, 3. (laughs) I had to wake up at 3 a.m. And go to the Montebello Toys R Us. And uh, I thought, I'm like, okay, no one's going to be there. It was already a fucking zoo. There was freaking the, the front parking lot. Because also there was a Sears still back then. So the Sears, I think, was opening for Black Friday as well. And then you had the freaking Toys R Us. The front parking lot was full. I had to park behind <laughs> the building. I didn't know there was park. I remember the, 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 the lady who eventually got me the, got me the write-up. Which caused me to quit. Where she was screaming at me like, "Get a park in the back! I'm blowing the park in the front." That, that's basically how she sounded. She sounded like a, a female Cartman. This horrible woman named Nora. I will. I, 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 I always remember the bad people. You always remember the really bad people. This is the lady in charge of like the, the educational toys. That was her little world. She screamed at me, and so I drove. I drove around the back of the Toys R Us. And I found a parking space somewhere back there. I'm like, oh, cool. And, uh, there was no cut through. I had to walk all the way. I walked all the way around <laughs> the way I drove behind the Toys R Us. And I came to the front, and it was like all these people. There was a giant line of people waiting to get in because everybody needed their $5 Monopoly. I think Monopoly was on sale for like two ninety nine or something. I think there was Tickle Me Elmo's. That was around the time of that craze. I think, I think Furby's had just like stopped being cool, I think, at that point. Yeah, and yeah, I just threw you in a in a time machine right there. Yeah, I remember we had a lot of Furbies. Those those were not as popular anymore. And uh, yeah, I go go to work on Black Friday. I, I worked in the in, in the, it was called uh, Boys World. All the all the action figures and the dump trucks. Now uh, that, that was my my first Black Friday. You show up at 3.30 because the store was going to open at 5.30, but all these people were already there. Like, what the fuck is wrong with all of you? People really wanted cheap toys. 
And so they, 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 they were like Maximus at the beginning of Gladiator. At some point, they just unleashed hell. And it was just a tidal wave of people coming into the store. And once everybody got in, the, the, because there was a the, 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 the fancy word for, I, I don't know. Oh, hey, hey, James, what's up, dude? I don't know. When, when you worked at Best Buy, James, uh, if it was called a racetrack, they, we called it a racetrack, I guess, that... that that outer perimeter of the store at the toys store, it literally was just a a mob of people. That was a line you couldn't get across from one section to the other unless you had to shove your way through people. And so at that point, I was I had only been working. I wanted to work in the in the video. Oh, that's right. Oh, cool. You guys called it that too at Best Buy. Nice. The, the racetrack. So that that was overwhelmed with people. That that people were just lined up from you know the registers all the way around the freaking store out to the freaking to the entrance, and then the, the fire marshals were there to make sure we didn't go over the uh, <laughs> the, the freaking number of people that were supposed to be there. And I was working in the action figure section, and I, I didn't even know what to do. I was just in there going, ah, it's, like, it's a sea of people. But I had always wanted to work in the video game, the the, the R zone as it was called. But I was, I was never allowed. Like, nope. But then that day, they're like, um, Andres, we need you to come into the R-Zone. I'm like, yes! I, that, was, that was my my, my big shot. I can go into the R-Zone. But uh, my whole job was to get Game Boy Colors from the security room to the registers. <laughs> that was... That was literally all I did for several hours. <laughs> it was like, oh, go get a yellow Game Boy Color. Go get a hot pink Game Boy Color or whatever. I, I don't remember what the color. I'm a bad former Nintendo rep. I, I, I didn't know any of the colors. <laughs> the, oh, right here, James on Facebook Live says, yeah, at Best Buy the, on Black Friday, the line literally did a lap around the racetrack. It was like a lap and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it was always an in, insane. I remember... The last few years, actually, when I used to go out and shop on Black Friday, but yeah, I, I just I, I got to go in the R zone. I got to hide in there. It was great. I got to stay away from the from the mob. It was just this crazy line. All the, all twelve registers were open, and it was just insanity. I, like, what's wrong with people? <laughs> why why is everybody here at this specific hour? I think we ran out of the, the two ninety nine monopolies. I think they, they put two pallets out in the front, and it was like a bunch of locusts came and ate all the freaking monopolies, and then just moved on. There were just two empty pallets on the ground with some cardboard. <laughs> it, it was insane, and I just were running back and forth with 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 Game Boys, and then uh, but I think the the PS two had just come out. It was the year two thousand, so the PS two had come out, but I don't think we had any. Because it had come out like a week or two before. Uh, we had PS2 games, but no one wanted to buy those. People just wanted the systems. That sounds familiar to right now. Nobody wants PS5 games. People just want the systems. <laughs> That's something that we struggle with at work right now. It's like, no one's buying these fucking PS5 games. <laughs> We're only selling them to other uh, friggin' wholesalers who are then doing who knows what with them. You know, the boss was telling me like there, there's a guy I guess he, he sells to QVC or Home Shopping Network and so he's been buying a bunch of PS5 games from us because I guess I don't know if he got his hands on, on some, some PS5s and he's selling them to Home Shopping Network or Home Shopping Network already has the PS5s and they need stuff to bundle it up 
and it blew me away. I'm like, oh, what the hell is going on? So if you're still searching for a PS5, go check freaking one of those shopping networks. They might have them for 20 minutes or so. But you're going to have to settle for, you're going to have to buy a copy of NBA 2K21. I think whatever the last year, (laughs) the game they came out with at launch. Not 22, 21. Oh, oh, James, you found a Switch OLED in store on Friday? I, I heard they had got some out. I don't know. Maybe Nintendo bribed some dock workers to get all the all the containers full of OLEDs off the off the dock. Because I had heard a little bird told me that there, oh, there's a whole bunch of Switch OLEDs that were stuck in the in Long Beach Harbor. And yeah, it was a it, it was insane. Yeah, PS2 had come out, but we didn't have any. <laughs> that see that's a, that's a whole that's a whole another story. I, I'll, I'll I'll save that story for another day when we <clears throat> when uh, uh when Toys R Us got the PS2s. We had three pallets. We had three hundred PS2s the day of launch. It was crazy. <laughs> but like I said, another 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 story for another day. But Black Friday, just yeah, that 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 was a weird experience. I remember afterwards going like, man, I really wish people would just start buying from ToysRust.com so we wouldn't be so stressed out here. <laughs> I, I clearly remember saying that several times uh, when we when would be leaving. Whenever I had to close during the holidays, we'd be there at like four in the morning because the the store would close at eleven, but it would take us five hours to clean everything up and, and get the store back up to. A reasonable shell of itself. Like we'd have so many carts of go backs. It was just, it was ridiculous. Like you know, the seasonal workers were just like, you know trying to separate all the stuff and just hand everything off to like all the. Uh, I was always responsible, like I said, for the boys section and the the boys world. So like a whole shopping cart full of G.I. Joes and Star Wars toys and who knows what else, all kinds of nonsense. It was a, it was it was it was crazy. Uh, that that that's when I I I I liked the challenge of the holidays, but I also hated the overwhelming shitstorm. Because yeah, the, the, I, I I'm sure I've said on 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 this show my my worst Black Friday experience was when I was working for GameStop at the Montebello Mall, where I w- was left by myself in the store. <laughs> From 7 a.m. till about 10 a.m., <laughs> three hours of, of, of solo at the mall on a Black Friday 2005, or no, no 2003. Yeah, that was it was my first GameStop Black Friday. <laughs> oh, see, oh, your story. Obviously, your Best Buy didn't believe in spending the man hours to put everything back. They just leave it there for for the, leave it for the openers. Fuck them. <laughs> We didn't have that luxury. How was I solo on a Black Friday? <laughs> so, <clears throat> I, I had just left Fry's literally, whatever, 20-something days uh, before. I had just started as an uh, you know assistant manager. It was me, J.T. Polidor, and Sean T. Hornbuckle. Oh, they both have T's as middle initials. And, uh... So Sean had scheduled me and then this one particular game advisor who shall remain nameless. So me and him were going to open, and then one of the seasonals was going to come in around like 9, 
to, to help us out. And so we go in 630, you know, getting the store ready. People are already like lining up outside my crappy little Montebello GameStop. Or back then, I don't know if it was still a, no, I don't think it was a software, etc. Oh no, I think when I worked, the first time I worked there was software, etc. The second time I worked there was a GameStop. Neither here nor there. Me and this this game advisor, we open up the store, and then he gets a, he gets a call from his mom, and says, "Oh, uh, my mom and my and my niece are locked out of the house. I have to go." I'm like, what do you mean you have to go? I'm the only one with the key. I gotta go, which I feel was total BS. <laughs> it seems very random that oh, his mom and the baby niece suddenly got locked out of the house. The day after Thanksgiving, and he had to leave. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess I can't stop you <laughs> if you just run out. <laughs> and, and and he did. He, he literally jumped over the counter. <laughs> he was a very enthusiastic young man. Yeah, he jumped over the counter, and he took off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I have to open the store by myself. There are hundreds of people outside of my GameStop. Because <laughs> the way it was going to work is like, oh, me and Andrew are both going to be, well, I gave away his name. What have I done? <laughs> me and Andrew. Fucking Andrew. <laughs> How that motherfucker survived? Oh, I wanted him fired that day. <laughs> he should have been fired that day. But old Sean T. Hormone, no, no, we need him, Dre. We can't just get rid of him. We need our pawns for our chess piece, or chessboard, Dre. <laughs> it's like, but the motherfucker let me... Uh, so, open the gate at 7. I mean, the seasonal girl came in at like 9, but it's like, she came in like at 9 something, but like, she doesn't know how to use a register, so it's just me. Ringing all this shit up by myself. <laughs> I'm ready to kill people. I was... <laughs> Pulling out copies of Tony Hawk's Underground and Lord of the Rings Return of the King, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. I can tell you, Andrew, you know Andrew, JT Pondor, you know Andrew, goofball, goofy ass. Andrew's goofy ass. Surprise you, you, um, Jai, Mr. Elephant Never Forgets. How could you forget? You you got to close that night. <laughs> you know, when Sean came in at ten, it's like why why are you the only one on the register? <laughs> why is I, I don't remember the the name of the female uh seasonal advisor who came in. I just remember she was dating an assistant manager from another store. So yeah, I bet I bet Jai remembers her name. You remember her name? You remember her name? You you would always have l- lascivious comments about her behind. <laughs> you remember who that is? Jai T. Polidor? I bet you do. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he, he don't remember the dudes, but I bet you he remembers all the females. No, it was... <laughs> no, it was the other one who... who, who I, 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 all I remember is her English wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't Jessica. This guy was obsessed with this, another girl who worked at their store. I always called her donkey ass. <clears throat> and there it is. He said, Jessica with the donkey ass. It was like she she was dating Jose I think <laughs> I don't remember her name I remember her I remember her dude because I worked with him both times 
let's see, we're we're here, we're we're testing how much of a hoe JT Polidor is. <laughs> it was not Jessica. Jessica was not dating Jose. <laughs> Jessica was in high school, bro. <laughs> it was some other girl. I can like uh, like a name. Her name ends in E or something. Marlene, Darlene, Farlene, Carlene, Jolene. <laughs> So the, the jokes are always ready. I, I, I can have a massive headache, but I'll still fire out jokes. But nevertheless, it, it, clearly Jai doesn't remember this one. This fool. Oh, silence. Yeah, Jose was very prickly with you after you told... After you told <laughs> See, Jai, Jai doesn't have any home training. He told the boyfriend of this other woman that he she needs to stop wearing granny panties. And he told a jealous Hispanic boyfriend that his girlfriend should stop wearing granny panties. His girlfriend should stop wearing granny panties. Yeah, he was very prickly with me. Yeah, prickly. That, that's a, that's a great word, Jai. Prickly. But yeah, flying. I I flew solo, selling GameCubes with the with the Legend of Zelda collector's disc. I remember that. I remember I had to like constantly run to the back, and I at one point I just brought a bunch of systems with me, and just stacked them on the back counter. I'm like, all right, I'm trusting y'all not to rob me right now. <laughs> I'm shocked they didn't. It was just me versus uh, this, this glaring mob of Montebello Inns <laughs> and Pico Rivera Inns and Monterey Park Inns. <laughs> I'm lucky I'm alive. Yeah, and then Sean rolls in, sees me, sees the, the, this, this other girl. Uh, you know, she's just like trying to put games back up on the wall. That's Priscilla. <laughs> she was the assistant manager. At a Rolando store, and that's Andrew's sister. Yes, <laughs> which is funny because apparently at, at our job there was a Priscilla, and I'm like, is it the same one? <laughs> and it was not. But yeah, that that solo black brand, I like, I like screaming. I hear I would always scream at Sean. If I ever had a boss who was cool with me, I would always yell at them because <laughs> they knew I respected them. But I, in my respect for them, I would let them know exactly what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know if that's something I got from my dad or something, but <laughs> it's like, oh, I respect you, Booker Man, but I'm gonna tell you exactly what the fuck I'm thinking. <laughs> I am very fortunate. My current boss, he 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 weirdly appreciates my honesty. <laughs> he he doesn't like it when I'm being fake with him. <laughs> It bothers him when people are being, being fake with him. So I always give him my, the unfiltered truth. <laughs> Although I tell him, you know, I, I was joking with him the other day. I was like, you know, you know, I do have a filter. Like when I get drunk, that's when I have no filter. He's like, you don't have a filter. You say all kinds of ridiculous stuff. Sober. I'm like, that's the surprising part, Bob. I am still being filtered. I'm still filtering myself. <laughs> If I was drunk, I, I'll say very. I can say very mean things if the wrong person's in front of me. <laughs> I'll be happy and joyful, but if you bring me someone I don't like, I will tell him exactly how I feel. 
which got me into trouble many times at Sardo's when I would get drunk. It's like, like I don't like that guy. That guy just gets up there and sings all the wrong words on purpose just so everyone pays attention to him. He's an asshole. I don't like that asshole. You know, he wasn't a friend of mine. <laughs> he was just an annoying guy at the karaoke. <laughs> Who everyone else didn't like, but they were always nice to him. And I was like, why are you being nice to him? Why are you all being so fake? <laughs> I am the truth teller here. Bring me another beer. <laughs> yeah. It, it was nice when I, when I did get my own GameStop, because <laughs> I do have a filter. It just has very large holes. <laughs> Holes. Hole in it. <laughs> yeah, I remember when, when we moved to the Rosemead GameStop, that Black Friday was a million times easier. That was probably the easiest Black Friday of my life. <laughs> because it was like, oh, nothing. <laughs> like, oh, there's no one coming. <laughs> and we ske- we scheduled everyone. It's like, all right. <laughs> Me and three game advisors at my... <laughs> And my dinky little Rosemead GameStop. All right, let's get our Game Boys out. Let's play some Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> let's play Kingdom Hearts till people start coming in. <laughs> yes, Daniel, you made it because I started incredibly late. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 that that Black Friday was uh, that that was that that was that my last actual Black Friday. I think about it. now. That I think about it. Yeah. I don't think I've worked another Black Friday since. Yeah, those are the only three like real Black Fridays I worked. Like Toys R Us in 2000. And then I quit Toys R Us right before the following Black Friday. And then it was uh, GameStop in 03 and Montebello. GameStop in 04 and Montebello. And then I had left GameStop right before. Like I left GameStop on Halloween of 05. And that was the nice part about Nintendo. I was like, oh, <laughs> we don't send reps out on Black Friday. That's just pointless. And yes, it would have been pointless. <laughs> I think when I worked for the tablet company, they sent us out on Black Friday. I'm like, what the f- are you doing? <laughs> Again, another boss who respected, I respected, so I told her everything I thought. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing sending us out on Black fucking Friday? <laughs> what a waste of fucking time. <laughs> I went really far away. I think I went out, I went out to Lancaster. <laughs> And I was just like, it took me a half an hour just to sign into the Walmart, <laughs> trying to wade through all the freaking people at the returns. <laughs> like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Why the fuck are we going on Black Friday? Just because this cheap-ass company didn't want to pay us to stay home? <laughs> I had a lot of problems with that tablet company. That's, that's a whole other podcast in and of its own. But yeah. And even that last time I worked for GameStop, I didn't make it to to Black Friday because I got let go on election day of, uh, of 16. So yeah, no, I, I I only really worked. I've gone out and shopped. I, yeah, I, I bought a car on Black Friday back in 2011. Uh, I, went to, I went to a Best Buy to go buy, buy an aux cable for that brand new car. Thankfully, I think that way... I forgot which Best Buy I wound up at. I think it might have been in Duarte. I just walked in there. I remember, I bought Assassin's Creed Revelations, and then like I immediately turned around and just returned it. I'm like, I'm not going to play this. What am I thinking? I just bought a car. 
<laughs> so I bought the game, went out to my, I went out and set in my brand new car. I got my aux cable, plugged in my, my iPod Classic. And then I was like, I'm returning this game. I'm not going to play it. And I never would have. I didn't play Assassin's Creed 2 or 3 either. <laughs> I, I just kind of knew. I'm like, I'm not going to play this fucking game. I, I, I got it on sale for 37 bucks. Ooh, on sale. Normally, 50 bucks, but Or 60 bucks. I forgot if they had raised the price at PS3 or not. But I remember, I was like, oh, it's on sale. <laughs> And it's fun. That's the weird thing. So to, to bring us back to the present, it's like the, the stuff that my company sells. Like we, we handle a lot of e-commerce stuff. We're, we don't necessarily have like deals, so to speak. But people are still shopping. People still need games. And apparently everyone needs a particular game for Switch. No, it's not Smash Brothers. It's not Mario and it's not Zelda. It's there's two games and they both involve horses. <laughs> People either need Horse Club Adventure or the Unicorn Princess. <laughs> it makes no sense to me either, wife. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think the wife can the, the microphone can pick up the wife, but she said it doesn't make I don't understand and none of us understand. <laughs> Amazon bought freaking five thousand freaking copies of freaking. <laughs> Horse Club Adventures, <laughs> and every day, well, yeah, you you would think Metroid, but no, I I I. I, I, I I think people are buying them for for children. I think people are just shopping for 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 kids, and they just like, oh, cool, it's a Horse Club Adventure. <laughs> I have. I don't know. See, Jai, you laugh and you say, you know, you, we, we used to always joke about Barbie horse adventures. But one of our other best selling games at work is Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. And and people aren't, they're not just buying it for Wii, they're buying it for Xbox 360, they're buying it for PlayStation 3, <laughs> they're buying it for Wii U. <laughs> Wii U! <laughs> and of course, we sold a shitload of them on Wii, but. <laughs> Wii U was Nintendo's worst selling, or second worst selling console if we count the Virtual Boy. <laughs> if we don't count the Virtual Boy, the Wii U was the worst selling console of all of Nintendo's consoles. Man, we are moving Barbie's freaking Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. <laughs> I, uh, I constantly do the Midwest. The, 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 <laughs> They buy it's it's uh, I feel like it's mostly the Midwest. It, it it is all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the games uh, like we're sold out of this other game called Fantasy Friends. We'd probably be selling the daylights out of that one. <laughs> but this is Fantasy Friends. We sold out of we we've we've moved freaking fifteen thousand copies of it. But it helps that we're the only ones who have it because we're 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 the exclusive uh, distributor for for a particular. Uh, this one publisher called Merge Games, uh, based out of the UK. <laughs> Jai Baldorf, the Virtual Boy is like Alien Resurrection. It doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, just like there's no fourth Indiana Jones movie. There's no sixth Rocky movie or fifth one. <laughs> Rocky stopped at Rocky Four, and then it picked up at Creed. 
there were no other movies in between. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah during during, during the holiday, we, we are we professionally sell not good games. <laughs> Our best-selling game has literally the worst Amazon score, worst Amazon reviews I've ever seen. <laughs> we, we've sold, like I swear, probably almost 100,000 copies of this game called Instant Sports. It is the most knockoff of Wii Sports you will ever find. <laughs> it, it, it's trying really hard to be Wii Sports because for whatever dumb reason Nintendo has not made Switch Sports... <laughs> Or maybe they thought freaking one two switch was gonna be the Wii Sports. Uh, I guess it's relatively cheap. I think it's still forty bucks, but but yeah. In, in, over the course of the past, yeah, it, it's our best selling game. It, 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 no, it's not. No, it's thirty nine ninety nine. But people are so desperate to capture that 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 feeling they had when they played Wii Sports back on the Wii, and this game does a horrible job of. Attempting to do it. <laughs> you could go look up the Amazon reviews of Instant Sports. They're not as funny as Haribo sugar-free gummy bears, but it is pretty funny if you think about it. When you like, like these people are buying this game and just are in in incensed at like oh, this is not as good as Wii Sports at all. <laughs> What's great is like they've made like five different versions of this Instant Sports. There's like Instant Sports Summer Games, Instant Sports Tennis. <laughs> Instant Sports uh, Winter Games that just came out. I think, the, I think there's there's one more that I, I can't recall right now. There's like a whole bunch of these different Instant Sports. They they they've turned into a franchise, and all of these have come out in the last like year and a half. <laughs> the, the, this publisher is pretty. It's pretty funny. They're they're the ones who brought us the the the, the Streets of Rage Four remake and the and the, uh, the the Alex Kid and Miracle World remake. I am hoping that. Uh, I don't know if, if that development side only makes one Sega Genesis game a year. I'm hoping next year we get either like Kid Chameleon or or James Pod, James Cod. I'm like trying to think of like the weird Genesis games that like. All right, they brought back one good one. They brought back one mediocre one. Now they gotta bring back a bad Genesis game. Something they can license from Sega. So yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to see. Yeah, this publisher—they're pretty cool. I, they put out a lot of games. They—they—they they, they, they make up the the gaming middle class that I that I think I've said long ago had, had disappeared because there used to be just a middle class of games where you know it'd be like oh, games that would just exist. They'd just be out and like, all right, cool. Like if you go look back at you know PS2 and GameCube and Xbox, there used to just be these games like you know just weird action games. <laughs> Or weird license games like this shouldn't have any right to exist, like a Fight Club, <laughs> like an Enter the Matrix. <laughs> Although I guess I, Enter the Matrix might have been big budget, but I consider it like the the the, the middle class of video games, like all these like <laughs> kind of whatever action games that all these publishers would just crank out. There used to be a lot more publishers back in the day too, when it was cheaper to make video games. Now it's EA makes four games a year. Madden. FIFA, Battlefield, NHL, and a Star Wars game. <laughs> that, that I remember, I was like, oh, they made five games. <laughs> games that sound good to a six-year-old. Yeah, e exactly. 
Yeah, I think Activision has made two games this year. Call of Duty Vanguard, Crash 4, and that's it. <laughs> all, the, all the big publishers literally make two to five games, and then you have all the indie publishers who just like make a bunch of little games, and there's not much in the, in the middle anymore. It's something that would be filled in by the old companies like Acclaim. Uh, there was two Matrix games. There was Enter the Matrix, which was okay, and then the Matrix, The Path of Neo. That was the better one. Which you can find two videos of me streaming that game on our YouTube page. Shameless plug. Huh? I know. I got the ball rolling, unfortunately. I'm sorry. You're all oh, you're proud of me. Oh. Yes, I even with a headache and not feeling well, I still managed to do 36 minutes of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, Matrix the Path of Neo. Cuz somebody at Shiny and Atari said, "You know what? People just want to be fucking Neo." <laughs> they made that Enter the Matrix game, which is like, "Oh, you played other people. You played as Jada Pinkett Smith." <laughs> You played as the guy who was supposed to be Jet Li, but through they insulted him, so he dropped out of the movie. I I still have not seen the Eternals. I'm just at this point. I'm just waiting for it to drop to Disney Plus because I'm going to be working every weekend from here till the 24th. So there there is no such thing as free time right now. I worked on Friday. I worked on Saturday. I worked on Sunday. I worked today. I'll work tomorrow. I'll work Wednesday, I'll work Thursday, I'll work Friday, I'll work Saturday, (laughs) and then Sunday, and then it just repeats until the 24th. (laughs) I made myself too invaluable to the company where they need me every day. (laughs) Some would say it's a good problem to have, others like sleep (laughs) and rest. (laughs) But the overtime is going to be great. (laughs) I love overtime. That means I'll be able to pay bills in January while I, while I, while I slowly die. <laughs> I can't go in, but I have money to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to go see it, but I, I it, um, yeah, we're, we're we're using valuable babysitter time so we can actually go to work on the weekends. <laughs> We were not using up our babysitter time to go to the movies. That, that's that's uh, that's maybe a January, February. We can store up some babysitter time for that. We we were expecting yeah, we had to we had to find we had to get my, my wife's uh, mother to come watch Ty on on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, while we while we went off to work, well, my wife. Organized all the files and print out the labels, and I was sorting the games, and then yeah, pulling pulling the games and sorting them. And I get to keep my finger on the pulse of gaming, the the, the all the bad games, <laughs> all the quote unquote good games. We don't carry those. <laughs> we don't carry the the popular games. That's a that's a that's for for Best Buy to sell them for freaking ten dollars or Best Buy and Walmart to sell them ten dollars under cost. They, they take that hit. We sell the profitable games like Horse Club Adventures. 
I, I, I actually I think that game is pretty darn profitable for everybody, which is working out. <laughs> Works out fine. My boss says we have another 3,000 of those coming in, and they're all going to sell as literally the second they touch down in our dock. It's like, deep boop. All right, they're all sold. Bye. <laughs> and then we have one particular client who likes, well, we, we just send out 100,000 games to a, a client whose name I will not say. GameStop. Remember how I keep talking about, oh, we, we can't afford for GameStop to go out of business. We literally can't afford for GameStop to go out of business. <laughs> they have some nickels right now. <clears throat> and they're spending them with us, which is very nice. <laughs> the, the guys who are supposed to be restocking my shelves are not doing that. They're they are preparing these pallets and pallets of games going out the door. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> And I get to curse the name of Amazon every day because we're we're pretty tight with them, and they buy a lot of shit too. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's why today was supposed to be a shorter episode. But you know what happens when Dre starts talking about video games and things? He just goes and goes and goes. And and, and honestly, to your guys' credit, you guys are actually super interactive today, which is I don't know that that helps keep the the wheels going. You guys are commenting a lot, and I, you know, and I love it when you guys comment on the live show. It makes my life a million times easier. But alas, my head is pounding, so we're gonna wrap this sucker up right here. We're gonna put a nice, tidy bow on it right here. <clears throat> thank you, Jai. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, James. Uh, thank you. I saw Ryan Sanaka pop in. I don't know if he commented or not, but thank you for for showing up too, brother. Uh, as usual, please make sure to follow us on social media at DreGB Podcast. That's on Twitter, that's on Instagram, and that's on Facebook. I put more effort into Instagram. I've been I was doing some stories, and people were liking that. I'll try to do more stories. It, it seems like people would prefer stories over uh, posts, but I put a little more energy in Instagram this this past week, and I'll continue to try to do that. I was I really did want to these past this whole weekend I really wanted to post up weird games that people were buying because that's the other thing about the holidays people really buy some absolute garbage games <laughs> games that we do not sell the other eleven months of the year it's like we do not sell this game <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like oh who <laughs> like see right now my brain is really hurting so I can't remember the specific games that. That, that, that all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, celebrity. Well, no. One of our other clients is selling a lot of really shit games right now. It's pretty fucking amazing. It's like, people really want these, you know, celebrity sports showdown? There's this shitty Wii game by EA that has freaking like Christy Yamaguchi and Avril Lavigne playing sports with Sugar Ray Leonard and Paul Pierce and Keith Urban? It makes no sense, but through one of our channels, <laughs> you for, specifically forgot which one, so the other one that listens to your podcast version doesn't get confused. <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, get listen to the podcast version. Um, I'm, I'm now I'm confused. Oh, Hawkeye! Yes, Hawkeye came out. Oh my god! I have to spend at least a minute. I fucking loved it. Oh my god, it was everything I dreamed of. Pizza dog. Fucking pizza dog. Yes. 
tracksuit mafia bros. Oh my god. It's, yeah, they, they, they adapted a lot of parts of the comic. They, they kind of... It's a remix of the comic. They, they can't do exactly what was happening in the comic. Because in the comic, Hawkeye was single. And in this one, in the MCU, Hawkeye has a family. So... There's changes that, that that were made, but they kept they kept the heart of it, which is freaking awesome. And, and uh, the 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 cool little intros and outros, it has the same art style as the artist David Aha, which unfortunately I think he didn't get any credit. <laughs> like they're straight up using his freaking art, and not giving him credit. That's the one negative I've seen is just that the 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 the, the writer of the the comic he he's in the credits. He's he's a special consultant. But they're they're straight up cribbing the the art style from the the 2012, 2012 comic book, and uh, oh, but it's so good though. Oh freaking yeah! There 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 was a freaking in in twenty twelve there was a Hawkeye comic, and the the premise of the comic book was just what Hawkeye does when he's not an Avenger. <laughs> And like he like in the comic book, he was just like single. He he lives in this apartment complex, and then they wove in all the stories of all these people who live there and the tracksuit mafia that was mad that Avenger was living in the building and kept pissing them off. But yeah, the, I, I, yeah, it's been good. I can't wait for another episode this Wednesday. Heck yeah, can't wait. There's only six episodes, but you know what? It's gonna be a it's a nice tight meal. Two episodes down, four to go. It's gonna wrap up right before Christmas. I, I, I'm super jazzed about it. It, it. it lived up to my my own personal hype. So yeah, Hawkeye Disney Plus highest possible recommendation for me. And you know what else I recommend? Go check out our YouTube page. I I updated it today with another video because those videos are gonna be really rough and <laughs> to, to get out. Um. Um, yeah, um, maybe I'll, I'll try to put more archive footage of the podcast like I'm supposed to be doing. But yeah, the gaming videos are going to be a, a tough slog. Because I've been very tired. Because not only do we have to work, we also got that almost two-year-old over there. <laughs> He's a bundle of energy. And we love him for it. And then, uh, as usual, uh, please, um, if you want to support the show like Daniel and Ryan patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy if you want to directly support us that helps pay for you know when I eventually need to replace this microphone it helps pay for the hosting fees of the podcast that way the audio version can stay up as long as I pay those fees if, if you want to indirectly support us Hawkeye is a LARPer yeah that, that, that whole sequence is hilarious <laughs> I saw like a bunch of nerds complaining about it on Twitter and I'm like why can't you just enjoy it? It's so fucking funny. He was owning a bunch of freaking LARPers. <laughs> if you want to indirectly support the show, uh go to my Etsy. I, I need to update the Etsy. There's a bunch of stuff that I have made and I need to convert into Christmas ornaments. Uh, we, we, we're going to have a bunch of stuff on Etsy. Search for Dre's Geek Philosophy. If you want to buy some nerd shirts, uh, go to the Depop app, D-E-P-O-P. If you download that app, we have a store there, Dre's Geek Philosophy as well. There's a bunch of nerd shirts there. 
And uh, lastly, if you want to buy some video games, uh, search for SoCalClone32 on eBay. I have a, a selection of games uh, available there. And that uh, any all any all that goes to help directly support the podcast. Thank you. And and, and um and this Saturday, if you want to see Little Tiger Studio. My wife will be at Nostalgic Books and Comics. If you want to go see the brand new Nostalgic Books and Comics, Pete has moved the store. He had he had to move. He has a bigger location. It's only a few blocks north of the original location. It's on Del Mar. I don't have the exact address, but if you find the San Gabriel Public Library, it is directly across the street from it. I think that, that it's right nearby Del Mar and Mission. Um, that you'll find. Uh, Pete Store, and he's having an, an event, uh, a mini nostalgic con, or is that what he's calling it, or holiday? Holiday pop up. Holiday pop up. He's having a holiday pop up, and Little Tiger Studio. That's that's my wife's, and I guess uh, I, I am part of that as well. <laughs> You're the one carrying the load on that, honey. I, I can't take any credit. <laughs> you were doing the heavy lifting. Little Tiger Studio will be there. They will have a table there. My wife will be selling all kinds of awesome things. If you're looking for uh, Christmas gifts, if you if you want to get ahead and you want to buy some handmade things curated by my wife, stuff that she's made, stuff by friends of hers, they will be available there at Nostalgia Wizarding Comics this Saturday, December 3rd from 1 to 5? Yeah. 1 to 5, I got it right. Yeah! <laughs> you can go visit Pete. And uh, and check it out. I contributed a chromosome. That's right. <laughs> Daniel said I contributed a chromosome to Little Tiger. <laughs> yes, she carried the load with Carrion Tiger, and also for this the website and all this other stuff that she's made for our Little Tiger Studio. That, that that's also a cool account if you want to follow on Instagram. Uh, all, all the all the artwork that our son makes is posted there as well, and. Adorable photos of Mr. Tiger on Little Tiger Studio. I believe the Instagram is Little Tiger Studio. And I believe what you made a website as well, LittleTigerStudio.com. Yeah, my, I guess that's, that's what I'm saying. It, it's This is my wife's project. I'm just a contributor. <laughs> I contributed a baby. <laughs> I contributed the batter to make the baby. <laughs> oh boy. No filter. No filter Cervantes. <laughs> No Snapchat Geo filter. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. As always, and thank you, my my live on Warren popping in right here as well. Thank you as well. Thank you guys for watching. We'll, we'll be back next week. Uh, I will try to make another gaming video. I might put up some old videos on the YouTube. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Thank you guys again. We'll see you next time. Have a good night. And. You know, if you got this far on purpose, then you know what to expect.